Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block, but coming to you once again with some early crypto news. Um, what's going on, YouTube family? New money, new money matrix podcast. How we doing out there? How we doing out there? Let me get myself together over here real quick. Um, we got a couple of news stories that I wanted to bring before I actually did the coffee and crypto show. Um, I feel I'm spending a little bit too much time, damn that hour sometimes, just on news. And I want to cut that down to maybe the first 10 to 15 minutes of the show and then get right in to, you know, what's going on in the market. So I'm going to chart trying to do the news series, maybe 7, 8 a.m. I'm a little backed up right now, but a couple of stories um, that I want to cover. The first one coming from CCN, Bitcoin is potentially disruptive to PayPal and Visa. That's what the analyst says. So the story goes on to state, Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency won't supplement, won't supplant PayPal and credit cards as payment options yet, but they could in due time. That's the assessment of Lisa Ellis, an equity analyst with sales side research from Mofet Nathanson. Um, cryptocurrency seems, and they're talking about Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, yada, 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 um, systems, excuse me, cryptocurrency systems are potentially disrupted to the private payment system. Ellis wrote in a client uh, note, this, their core design characteristics, which are aimed at enabling freedom of money, are in direct contrast to the characteristics of most traditional private payment systems. She says Visa and PayPal should embrace crypto. Because of their disruptive potential, Ellis says crypto could become an existent, exist, existential, exist, existential threat to Visa, MasterCard, and PayPal. But that's not happening anytime soon, she noted. Why would you? Sometimes you got to read between the lines of what these individuals are saying. They're telling you something's a threat, but, you know, just not, not at this time. So, you know, just think of it all. We, we heard dude said he's going to talk about, you know, killing you or whatever the case may be, but just not at this time. Or someone's talking about harming, harming you. I should, maybe shouldn't have used that as an uh, example. But you, you get the drift of what I'm trying to say. Like, come on, man. Uh, however, Ellis says these established payment giants should embrace crypto and blockchain or risk losing market share to Ripple and Veeam, which are leveraging cryptocurrencies for cross-border payments. PayPal CEO, this is Bitcoin, don't care to hear for that. PayPal CEO Dan Showman recently ex expressed skepticism about mass merchant adoption of Bitcoin, noting that there are very few retailers that accept crypto. Showman made the remark in January at the 2019 World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. We're not seeing many retailers at all accept any of the cryptocurrencies, but I think the underlying technology is interesting. Showman was doubling down on the crypto FUD he professed in 2018. At that time, Showman said consumers should not expect to see a crypto exchange on PayPal's mobile payment service, Venmo, anytime soon. Um, Showman cited Bitcoin's erratic price fluctuations as a major reason for his reluctance to embrace crypto. The volatility of Bitcoin makes it actually unsuitable to, re to be a real currency that retailers can accept. I, I agree with that. Like I, I, mean, I look at, at Bitcoin more so as a store of value, not as... Um, I mean, you can look at it how you want to, but it has the characteristics more so of gold than it does the actual fiat dollar that we use to transact with commercially every day. Um, retailers have narrow margins. And when you have a Bitcoin bouncing up and down 15% over a couple of weeks period, that can be the difference between profits and losing money on every sale. Facts. Unless you have an on-ramp, off-ramp set up to whereas as soon as an individual spends the crypto, it automatically converts it you know, almost instantaneously to its fiat uh, derivative or whatever the case may be. Um, fiat other... Um, option 
You know what I mean? Which which can be done. It's not hard to make a system as whereas when you spin this, I want it to come out as this. That's that's not that's not hard. Um, in fact, they have them already. But uh, Chris Brindle, the director of equity research at Buckingham Research Group, agrees with Showman. Brindle says crypto is unsuitable for both consumers and merchants. It's just not an efficient way to transfer value. Brendan told the street, "It's not a consumer-friendly process, and it's not a merchant-friendly process." But this thing has gone from basically worthless to excess of twenty thousand dollars. Okay, these bearish outlooks are a stark contrast. And this, I'm talking about, this is before mass adoption. This is before the last couple of, you know, what I'm saying when we look at where Bitcoin was basically worthless to leading up to being even, I'm gonna say a thousand dollars at the height or the beginning of 2017. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, we're in 2019 now. Think back to 2017. You know what I mean? Think about the price that we was there, but you have to think about everything before that. This thing's been around since, what, 2009. So we had 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, to where this thing went from completely zero to over a thousand bucks. You know what I mean? So they can talk all this, this, oh, it's not this and it's not that, but it's definitely outperformed a lot of the world assets that are available for those institutions to actually trade in right now. And like I said, I look at it more so as a store of value something that can be traded. Not so much. I mean, really it's got the function of everything. But um, let me go on finish up with this story so I can move on to the next. Um, these bearish outlooks are a stark contrast to the bullish projections of tech billionaires Jack Dorsey, Peter Thiel, the co-founder of PayPal. So you got PayPal coming out saying yada, 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 but then you got the co-founder bullish on it. Deal has touted Bitcoin as digital gold. That's a hedge against the whole world falling apart. Man, that right there was actually a very, very hard uh, statement. In March 2018, Jack Dorsey said he believes Bitcoin will emerge as the world's single currency. And just this week, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak reaffirmed that he's a Bitcoin bull who believes in his tremendous future. As CNN reported, Wozniak praised Bitcoin for its massive value creation, despite the current crypto winner. Was that it? Yep. What is this right here? Newsflash. Bitcoin price dives to 36, down 13% since Sunday. Okay, so, you know, you got some, you got some bulls and you got some bears in the system. You know what I mean? Moving on to the next story, which I know a lot of people are going to be happy about. For those that may have thought it was over with, thought it was an exit scam, thought it was, oh, they got my money. Cryptopia could open by March 4th as official hints at sums lost in hack. Um, so they've been actually going through the um, steps that it takes to, number one, try to figure out what happened to them. They didn't just, just fold up and just leave. Like, oh, we got hacked. It's over with. Nah, Cryptopia, who a lot of people... I mean, a lot. There's been a lot of shit talked about. Oh, it's a shit uh, exchange market, and it's this and it's that. I'm gonna tell you this. Like, I'm gonna tell you this. If Cryptopia opens back up, and they a still have a majority of the funds of individuals' um, currencies on there, and b possibly refunds that which was stolen, Cryptopia is gonna shoot the. I'm talking about as far as adoption, it's gonna shoot up. Because I haven't seen, not to my knowledge, I may be forgetting something, but I haven't seen an exchange market do that yet. I haven't seen an exchange market get smacked and then come back like, oh, yeah, we all good, though. So let's see what the story's talking about. Hack New Zealand cryptocurrency exchange Cryptopia will reopen for business on Monday next week. Officials confirmed on social media on February 26th. And a series of updates, and if you follow them on Twitter, you already know they've been keeping you updated. I mean, almost daily on what's going on. 
Um, in a series of updates, Cryptopia revealed its two founders would be returning to the company to help spearhead operations following an overhaul of its structure. Police formally granted permission for trading to resume in mid-February, but a subsequent notice from the staff implied it was not yet possible to begin processing users. This now appears to have changed. We are aiming to have Cryptopia's site reopened as read-only by Monday, one tweet reads. Um, hackers stole millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency from Cryptopia in January. Um, and international policy, a police investigation. Hold on, family, excuse me. Um, and an international police investigation has since launched, with the exchange now revealing that, at most, the attack had claimed just under a tenth of its assets. Just not, not bad, I guess. We're continuing to work on accessing the impact incurred as a result of the hack in January, a further tweet stated. Currently, we have calculated the worst case, um, that worst case, 9.4% of our total holders were stolen. New Zealand police have yet to comment further on the situation since issuing an update on their investigations earlier this month. At the time, law enforcement was confident about progress being made, while commentators conversely doubted their ability to track down the hackers. Updates on the process are expected to continue. So, definitely a good, uh, good play coming out from Cryptopia. I know it's a lot of individuals who had uh, funds on there, and, you know, possibly, probably thought it was over with. But, you know, Cryptopia is keeping you in the fold, letting you know, like, nah, we're here and we, we got y'all. So that's definitely a positive thing coming out of that platform. I don't know if they have a coin, but if they did, I can almost guarantee that the coin would probably see boost in sales um, if they open back up intact and everything working as, as it should be. Now, last but not least, let's head over to Square. Um, you know, Cash App. Square bought in over $166 million through Bitcoin sales last year. Hmm. Momo, I'm trying to see. So that means... Okay, so we know we they do mark it up at a uh, at a percentage uh, hike. So that means to pay attention to this family because remember when you buy Bitcoin on Cash App, it's yours. So they had to have made that one hundred. Well, let me not speak prematurely. Let's 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 check the story out real quick. Hold on, let me um let me check something real quick. Let me make sure everything is up and running. Let's see. Make sure everything is up and running how it should be. Okay, 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 okay. Peace and grand rising, brothers. Peace and grand rising. I didn't even know if I had anybody checking in. I was going to do this um, privately, but I'm like, I'm about to just go live and just go ahead and record it. You know what I mean? So glad glad to see y'all checking in. We getting into the last story, though, and then I'm about to set up for my live feed. Um, Square bought in over $166 million through Bitcoin sales last year. Uh, the story goes on to say... Mobile payments firm Square has reported over $166 million in revenue from Bitcoin sales last year. The company filed its financial results for Q4 2018 with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, on Wednesday, disclosing that it had made overall net revenue of $3.3 billion last year, 5% of which came from the cryptocurrency buying service within its cash app. I'm going to say that again. They made an overall net revenue of $3.3 billion last year, and 5% of that came through a cash app. While Bitcoin sales brought in precisely $166,517,000, the cost of purchasing the cryptocurrency for the year was about $165 million. Hmm. That left the firm with a net profit from Bitcoin sales of $1.6 million. Okay, there we go. That's what I was looking at. Looking at Square's quarterly figures, the Bitcoin business was notably better in the second half of last year. Specifically, the firm took $95 million in Bitcoin revenues in the second half compared to about $71 million in the first half. 
profit from the second half was $1.047 million and was only $643,000 in, uh, in, in, in um, H1, uh, which is the first half. Half one. So that means basically when we was in that real, real, real bad bear market at the beginning of the year, there wasn't really mean, that many sales going on, and which is very, definitely understandable. But as we started creeping into that, that you know, what we would call Q3 and Q4 or the second half of the year, um, we've seen a sort of a turnaround. I mean, the sentiment and the amount of individuals and um, amount of exposure that was being shed on cryptocurrency was changing. So I can see, definitely see the difference. The firm further disclosed that the carrying value of Bitcoin held by the firm was 200000 as of December 31st, 2018. The firm said it assesses the carrying value at each reporting date and records an apparent charge if the carrying value exceeds the fair value. However, loss on Bitcoin for the year 2018 was insignificant. Square added Bitcoin buying and selling option to its cash, back, cash app back in November 2017. Initially, only to a small number of users, though. Later in August 2018, the firm expanded the facility to all 50 United States states. I like how they, how they put that, the U.S. states. Wouldn't that just be the United States? No, nope, because the United States is a corporation, and they're telling you that the states are under that corp. Um, the firm received a bit license from the New York Department of Financial Services, NYDFS, uh, last June, which is extremely hard to do, so I definitely commend them for that. Um, that allowed it to offer crypto services in the state. So, um, family, that's what it is for this early rising quick crypto news. Quick 10, 15 minutes. You know what I mean? I want to thank everybody that did tune in that was watching on the live on uh, on YouTube. And those that have yet to listen that will be listening to this new Money Matrix podcast um, within the next couple of minutes, next couple of hours, next couple of days. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is Amir, Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block Bully. Family, don't forget to check out my live feed. Don't forget to check out the live. I'm going to be going live. Um, peace, peace. How we doing out there, family? Do you know anything about XYO crypto location? Nope. Let's see. What is that? Let's see what XYO Crypto is. What is that exactly? There we go. Network is blockchain's first crypto location Oracle network. Is a crypto network of smartphones, computers, and smart home devices, and more, aka things. These things observe and achieve data from the physical world using a specific cryptographic product protocol. This process called geomining is powered by the digital oil of the mile, cryptocurrency called XYO. Join us in our movement to build the next big thing. Interesting. Very interesting. Welcome to the future. Self-driven vehicles, package delivering drones, and smart cities. Hmm. I'm new to this. I'm new to this uh, company, this technology, uh, what they got going on over here. This is a new coin to me. Thanks for bringing this to my attention. Who was that? Uh, Brother Ken Taylor, I think. Let me see who that was. Yeah, Brother Taylor, thanks for bringing this to my attention. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do my research on this with over the next couple of days. And what I'll do is I will, um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll do a full review on it. I'll do a full review on it. Um, for those that are tuning in right now, if you can, go ahead and check out my, uh, I'm about to go live in about the next 45 minutes via Facebook. I'm about to go live in the next 45 minutes via Facebook. Check that out if you can, family. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is the Mid Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block Willie. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.